he had done nothing wrong. And yet, he was crucified. The others on the crosses next to him had different views. One saying, save yourself. The other recognising the truth and seeking peace and hope and a way forward. Pilate, the ruler, had found no basis that would bring the death penalty, and neither had Herod. Even a centurion standing at the foot of the cross, we see later in the chapter, says, This was a righteous man. And so as we gather on a day that we call Good Friday, there may be many outside our doors wondering what's so good about it? What is so good about an innocent man suffering? The word good doesn't sound to be the right description for this Friday, for unjust treatment. But we need to think about what was good that day. We first see in the Bible that word good back at the time of creation. As each day passes, the Lord reflects on it. The creator, he says, it was good. And then as we come to the sixth day of the week, the last one before God sees completeness and decides to have a day of rest, God brings humanity, male and female, into being. The first humans. And as God reflects on that day, it seemed to be very good. Genesis, of course, goes on to tell us of how these first humans allow sin into the world. They succumb to temptation. Eve saying, we mustn't even touch the fruit. Though, of course, that was not the actual instruction. They fall victim to the evil one. And now they're stuck in a predicament with no way to get out of it. There is a barrier between them and God. A barrier that no human, nobody else coming along can fix. 
no one is good enough to resolve it. And however hard people might try to follow the commandments and everything that is written in the law, whether they listen to the message of the prophets, the sin holds people firm. But although all are sinners, God has love for his creation. God has love for his people that he looked upon and said, very good. And so in love, a son is born in Bethlehem. A baby like none other, for this is Jesus, the Son of God. A child that is free of the curse of sin, able to overcome the evil one, able to resist the temptations, and offers hope through God's grace. The mockery, the torture, the pain he receives on the Friday are nothing to do with anything that he has done wrong. It is the punishment that we deserve for the many times in our life where we have fallen short. The wages of sin are death. But thanks to Jesus, that is a price that we don't have to pay. For he has paid it for us. The voices called out, save yourself. But Jesus chooses not to. This is the time he was born for. The time where God's love would be revealed in fullness. His sacrifice. In his ministry, he had performed many miracles. He had restored sight to the blind. Made the leper clean. Enabled the lame to walk, but now in his death, the temple curtain separating the people from the holiest place of the temple is torn in two, ripped from top to bottom. The barrier is no longer needed. It no longer exists. Jesus reconciles humanity with God the Bible tells us that with the first people came the first sin but in Paul's letters to the early church he talks of Jesus being the new Adam the one in which we might know life that we might receive forgiveness 
The sixth day of creation when humanity was made was very good. But the sixth day of Jesus in Jerusalem is not only a good Friday or a very good Friday. But thanks to God's great love, it is the very best Friday because it offers hope to all who will follow. For us, we may now have life because Jesus gave his life. And that is good. Amen.